Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We have been talking about this a lot. We will talk about this a lot because it's a developing story still. But there were a few rallies over the weekend, you know, held by those angered by the Ford PC's repealing of the sex ed curriculum. And from a purely strategic point of view, they unnecessarily kicked a hornet's nest by taking it out. They could have left it in, you know, and done whatever. But, you know, on the flip side, there's no need for such hysteria. And I don't believe that kids are in imminent danger. But it was something that Ford campaigned on. And I think to simply blow off those who don't like the curriculum and paint them as homophobic, that's not fair. And while the new curriculum was needed, there are certainly aspects of it that are not fact-based. They're not based on science. And so many critics believe that it's misinforming kids about things that they aren't actually true. Instead, they're ideology. And I'm specifically talking about the areas of gender fluidity, where kids are maybe being taught something that isn't only not scientifically true, but they're too young to understand it. I want to bring in someone who has a lot of knowledge on this, Dr. Deborah So. She has a PhD in sexual neuroscience research from York University, and she writes about the science and politics of sex, and she wrote a great piece for The Globe and Mail discussing this very topic. She joins me now. What is your biggest uh, concern, Dr. So, about the curriculum, uh, having it withdrawn, because you don't quite see it the way the critics do. No, I mean, my sense is the response almost consistently has been that people are really upset with the sex ed curriculum being reverted to the older version. My biggest concern would probably be that um, the discussion about gender identity is completely based in ideology. It's not based in fact. It's not based in science. Um, uh, Gender is not a social construct. Gender is not a spectrum. I mean, the curriculum says that there's such a thing as being both genders or neither gender or that gender expression is the result of traditional gender norms. So none of this is actually factually accurate. And my concern is that this is what children are being taught. They're not going to have an accurate view of the world. Okay, but it is being taught. And a lot of people say, well, look, there are, I mean, up to, I guess, 50, I don't really know the actual number, 50, 15, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah the, the 50 genders that you could be, and they clearly are teaching these in school. Um, is this out of what the curriculum is? Has this been morphed into something that the teachers are going out of their way to teach, or is this in that particular curriculum? My sense is that the teachers are being told that this is what the newest science says, but it's not. So gender is definitely binary, but this idea was there being more than two genders. My understanding is it's coming from, so there there are some people who are born with something called a difference of sex development. So for these individuals, it was previously known as intersex. Mm -hmm. So this is a medical condition where uh, an individual has both male and female anatomy. So in this case, um, you know, they, they may not necessarily fall into what would be typically expected with regards to gender. But again, this has biological underpinnings. Um, and with, say, transgender people, they identify as the opposite sex. So this still works within a framework of 
gender being binary. But I, these two populations are often used as examples to justify why we should think about gender being fluid or gender being divorced from biology. But both of these populations are very small. I do believe that people with a difference of sex development and people who are transgender, they deserve equal rights and dignity. But I don't think we need to reconceptualize the idea of gender to fit into, to allow for that acceptance. Yeah. Well, late today, the the PC government said there will, in fact, be things like consent. They will teach uh, gender in the schools. Uh, But when you raise your concerns, does that concern you um, that they're just going to keep it in as it is? Or does it need to be in your mind, um, you know, given further review and or brought into a scientific approach? It does concern me because I, I'm not sure how they're going to go about it. If they're going to continue with what's been uh, written into the 2015 document, yeah, that is concerning because, as I mentioned, that is not based in any sort of scientific fact. Um, I think it might be coming from a good place. I mean, maybe the backlash has caused them to rethink things, obviously, but uh, I think it, that that specific area of, of information definitely needs to be rewritten. You know, he, Doug Ford did campaign on this, so no one should have been surprised that they were taking the curriculum out. Maybe they were concerned it was coming out this quickly and not going in right away. What What would your concern be? Are you concerned students, if they go without uh, sex ed for a, a month or a few months, is that it, would that be devastating for them? Well, I think it's important to note that it's not that Doug Ford is saying there's not going to be any sex ed at all reverting to this older curriculum and I myself I did undergo Ontario's sex ed curriculum in the 90s so I you know I did see it is a bit outdated but it's not that that children aren't having any sex ed curriculum and also this curriculum is comprehensive so comprehensive sex ed gives children information not just about anatomy but also about things like pregnancy about contraception about sexually transmitted infections so it gives them the information that they need to make good decisions about whether or not that you want to begin being sexually active. And the thing is, research has shown that comprehensive sex ed actually does lead to young people making better decisions about sex. They delay when they start having intercourse, and when they do, they're more likely to use contraception. So sex ed is a good thing. I understand some parents are uncomfortable because they have the idea that maybe this is going to sexualize children or it's going to put ideas in their heads, but it is more effective than abstinence-only education. And that's not what the Ford government is going to be reinstating. Right. Okay. So the big thing for you is the gender uh, chapter of this. And I've heard from a lot of parents quietly because they don't speak out publicly because they they fear the backlash. But many of these parents have um, experienced their children all of a sudden wanting to be a different sex to the point of wanting to get into hormone blockers and changing their body at very young ages. And they simply lose control of their children, but they don't dare speak out about it. Have you heard this kind of, of stuff? Oh, I have all the time. And it's it's really concerning because I do think this ideology is promoting, because, I mean, kids kids all say, say all kinds of things. And I, there are some children who are gender dysphoric, so they do feel they identify as the opposite sex. It causes them a lot of distress. And for some of them, when they reach puberty, these feelings continue on. And maybe medical intervention would be beneficial for some of them. But this is such a small percentage of children who feel this way. Nowadays, I find from speaking with my colleagues, I don't work with children, but in terms of parents and colleagues I speak to, it's really difficult for them to have any sort of evidence-based approach in treating these children. And, And parents are at a loss because nowadays, if a child says they are the opposite sex, that has to be taken at face value and they have to be affirmed. 
Um, and I don't think that's an appropriate way to, to approach it because the majority of these children who feel this way, when they reach puberty, they are going to desist. Desistance is the idea that most kids will outgrow gender dysphoria. They will more likely grow up to be gay in adulthood. But the overriding message, whether you're you know, listening to the media and or the, the left uh, side of, of the political spectrum, it is so entrenched now in the schools and it is so entrenched in the conversation. I'm not even sure parents um, at large understand um, how pervasive things like gender studies and this particular ideology is being taught. No, I, I would agree with that. I think a lot of parents, I and mean, parents are busy, understandably, and um, you know, I have some who reach out to me and say they had no idea that this idea that gender is a spectrum is being taught as scientific fact in school, um, and then the whole idea of, of transitioning being, I don't, I don't know if I want to say that's being promoted, but that you know, it's, it's being seen as a, a viable option for kids who maybe this is just a phase that they're going through. So I definitely understand where uh, parents are coming from and feeling that fear, um, I would say the best thing is just try to stay as involved as you can because it, it is a bit of a, a frightening time. That is Dr. Deborah uh, So joining us tonight on this conversation. And just because you don't hear about this conversation does not mean it's being had. There are a lot of parents who quietly talk about this but don't feel like they can say anything because they don't want to be attacked. But that's not what they're saying. They're just saying, hey, if you're going to teach this, make sure it is fact-based and not going on to some ideological tangent. This conversation obviously will continue until, of course, we see the new changes come in, if there are any, and even then it probably won't be what critics want. On Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.